If you think you're a fool, you'll act like a fool. If you think you're poor, you'll act the way they say poor people are supposed to act. Plant. If you want to grow corn, plant a seed. It works with everything else. You want a new car? Buy the keychain, then put it away. The car will come to you. That's what the real God is about. That quote, ladies and gentlemen, Dick Gregory. We call her the boss because like a queen on the chessboard, she rules. My favorite quote from her, don't come for me, lest I sin for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Lady Rain. If he gets into a fight with the bear, bet on him and pray for the bear. He's grouchy and at times can come across as insensitive, yet he possesses wisdom well beyond his years. The question is, can you handle the truth? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Antonio. The last one, oh, this dude got multiple personalities, and he loves it. He is criticized at times for being too sensitive, but he welcomes it. He can be petty, yet he enjoys it. Ladies and gentlemen, R. Major or Rojan Petty. It all depends on what side of the bed he wakes up on. Guess what? We're back. Welcome to the Gospel Truth. Kicking loud and live in your ear holes. Breaking from the matrix and opening our minds to the locomotive of truth. For those of you who missed us and couldn't wait for us to come back with another one, and for those of you who feel like, oh, no, not these niggas again. The <laughs> rules are the same and ain't going to change. No bullshit. Love is God and God is love. I only have one thing left to say. Are you ready? Hey, let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, your intro is a classic. You hear me? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, how's everybody doing this morning? Are we good? Definitely how about good. you? I'm good. I'm good. Woke up without an alarm this morning. Me too. I'm so proud of me. Yeah. Mm. Yo, I might be becoming... I might be becoming a morning person. Morning ain't changed in years, so you should be. I'm gonna give you that one. I don't think it's the first I don't think she sent for you. I don't think she sent for you. I'm gonna give him that one because he done forgot the rule just that fast. But I'm gonna give him Oh my god. We starting off the new year. <laughs> and we know I don't, I don't follow rules. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know. Oh my God! You get one pass today, just oh. one. Hey, what? I know I'm gonna go play the lottery right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lottery. just might win. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yes, indeed. <sighs> well, it's been a while. Love. I think it's been what over a month, or has it been a month? I think it might have been maybe maybe a week or so over a month, maybe about five weeks. Okay. And we stopped like mid 
or early December. Mid-December, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah it's good know. to be back. It is good yeah. to be back. It is. I miss talking to some of you, Rojam and <laughs> our major. <laughs> oh, we miss you too, bro. We miss you too. <laughs> no, well, no word. But I'm glad I didn't know where I just love a lady that don't say no. <laughs> so she correct me on that too. I, I missed her. I missed her too. <laughs> you, the good thing about it, you got it with me. I miss you. That's big time coming from him. That's big time. Oh uh, yeah, because you, you know the I don't really like too many people. Easily dismissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see you on so the side I'm of the honored. road and keep on going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's worth it. I can say you'll do it. Oh, God. <laughs> now, he confirmed it's been done. <laughs> yes. And we'll do it yeah. again. Yeah, we'll that's, do what it he, again. that's what he want to say. I w- and we'll do it again. <laughs> In a heartbeat. In well, heartbeat. That's, how I feel about, that's how I feel about Nico. So... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Nico. Oh my goodness. Yeah, if I see him on the side of the road, I'm just keep on going. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're good. If he, if he's still around, I don't think he's around. I think a hawk got him. We have a neighborhood sure. hawk now. Really? So yeah, thing is big too. Thing is big. Yeah, he likes to hang out. He likes to hang out in the tree in the front yard. He got him. Mm-mm. Yeah, these little animal schedules are, um, these animal schedules are, like, off and their locations are out of place. I saw Mm -hmm. Al coming from work the other day, like, in the middle of the day. Like, you're nocturnal. Why are you out in the middle of the day? Yeah. Yeah, and I thought I was an owl. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And I had never seen one before. And then I asked my coworker, like, is that an owl over there looking on that tree? And it's like, yeah. Like. Oh, we both are like, why is it out during the day? But it's it's weird. These animals. I've seen more armadillos here than I had in, when I was in Texas. So yeah, it's so it's a lot here. It, yeah. yeah, it's a lot here. Did you have you tried to uh, Google the why he was out? The owl. Mm-mm. I don't rely on Google for everything. Some things I just like to leave a mystery. <laughs> Need a little bit of that in your life from time to time. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Man, so what else is going on in y'all world? Um. Well, let's see here. The baby, my uh, granddaughter, she likes to sit up now. She's not even three months. She'll be mm-hmm. three months on Friday, but she wants to sit up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes to sit up when you hold her, and if you like cradle her in your arms, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's that's not gonna work. She she ain't digging that. She she ain't digging that. She needs to sit up. She needs to see. Oh wow! Wow, yeah, she needs to see. She's uh, becoming hmm. quite a character. They say wow. these pandemic so. babies is something else. Yeah, they do. And I think um, my daughter's gotten a little jealous because now I, I tell uh, I tell my granddaughter, I say, "You're my favorite granddaughter." Right, but of course she's my only granddaughter. Right, uh-huh. so but I tell my daughter to say, I tell my daughter the same thing. So you're my favorite daughter. She says you're my, own, you're, I'm your only daughter. I said, as far as you know, yeah. 
<laughs> but you're also my favorite. <laughs> That's what's up. Mm. Yeah, so that, that part is interesting. You know, just seeing how she's adjusting to becoming a mother and uh, mm-hmm. seeing the little one take over the throne of the household. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. real good. The what about you? Is- oh, hey, I just thought about something. What's that? Tomorrow is King Day, and mm-hmm. uh, somebody's going to be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That'll be all right. That'll be all right. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, Rain, can I uh, ask you to sing a little... Um, Marilyn Monroe oh. version of Happy Birthday to him. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Marilyn Monroe version. Let me let me sit up for this. Come on, come on through. We're going to have to say that for the end of the call. <laughs> we'll do that on the exit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The I got to come up with a name. I'm going to call him. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Call me JFK. That's wrong. That's wrong. Are you calling call right. call me? Are you calling me his brother? Because you know both of them messing with her. Right. And, and, one, oh, yeah. and one got and one Ooh. got jealous. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that. No. No, uh-uh. I, I did know that. I did. Only reason oh. I know is my mom is like obsessed with Elvis and Marilyn Monroe and like her house and really every mm-hmm, her house and everything is decked like you would think they was members of our family. You go in her bedroom and take pictures of them on her wall and all of that. And her and Marilyn Monroe has you know her real name is Norma Jean and that's right. my mom's name. So they had so I think that might have triggered the obsession with the woman. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. She was bad, bad, fourth and fourth. I never understood the fascination over her, but, you know, that's, that's before my time. So uh, how did she die? Was it a drug overdose or what? Well, I think it was drug. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Could have been the, the man. Uh, well, you said okay. it could have been the man. Yep. Could have uh, been the man. You know what? You know what? Uh, we're going to stay away from that topic and move on to something else. <laughs> Tomorrow, as I said, is uh, King Day, right? So yeah. uh, I think there's going to be basketball games all day tomorrow. Uh, the NFL, who qualifies as you ain't shit, um, they will be having a playoff game tomorrow night on Monday Night Football for some reason, <clears throat> which I cannot stand. <clears throat> but tomorrow is supposed mm. to be, I guess, a day of peace, sort of like Christmas. You know, we, we're visiting Christmas, so to speak, in, re- in regards to peace for a minute. Mm. And then after that, we get back to our normal scheduled programming of killing. Cheating. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, lying. Agent Orange, appropriate. Sound about right. That sound about right. Yeah, that sound about right. Yeah. That is hilarious. Not the cheating. Yep. Yeah, all that. 
Because um, old people used to say, if you lie, you steal, you steal, you kill, you kill, you cheat, all that. Yeah, but I don't think it's in that order. I think it gets progressively <laughs> yeah. worse, not necessarily better. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I think, think murder is the last one. You know how we are. We grades it. <laughs> you know, we grades it. So I think it was, if you lie, you'll cheat. If you cheat, you'll steal. If you steal, you'll kill. So mm. sort of like a that gateway might, drug. You know, each one gets be. progressively worse. Unless you just cycle and start, and you know, start at the end and just continue with them all. I don't know. Well, it's yeah, a matter true. of perspective. That's mm-hmm. true. It depends upon where your starting point is. That's true. Mm-hmm. It just depends. All right, so let me throw this question out there. Regarding the latest controversy of uh, Pop Pop and his uh, misplaced documents, does he stand a second chance? Well, he don't need a second chance, but I'll tell you this. Pop Pop just got forgetful, that's all. Is it just forgetful? Do we put him now in the same category as uh, Trump, his counterpart? But I don't. You don't? Why not? I just don't think they can get any worse than Trump. And I feel like, um, you know, so the issue is um, confidential documents at home, right? That's the issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, first he was in his office. He had one that was found in his office from 2017. Now they were locked away. And then there was the other set of documents, and this is a bigger controversy now, because now it makes me think, okay, maybe he has another, some more in his, in his Corvette, for all we know. Because this, <laughs> it was actually in his garage. <laughs> they were actually what in does garage. it matter? What do you mean, what, what does, does it matter? These are what quote, does it matter? classified documents. What does it matter? You know what? I think, the, I think the difference is they just know that Pop Pop have them, and they announced that. How many other people? You do you know how many um, classified documents Hoover probably had in his house that were never yeah, mentioned? Yeah, but we not talk. But Hoover's not president. We're not talking it about does, him. And it don't matter. Although you're probably <laughs> right, you're probably right, right. But here's the deal: if do we not look for the government to quote unquote protect us? You know, from no, I don't. Um, from foreign they don't dangers, protect me. From foreign dangers. They don't no, protect right. us they from foreign dangers. They, they create they most of the you. dangers and stuff that we get involved in. Like, half the stuff we go through is because our government put us in those situations. Yeah, that's true. But it's the funny part, though. If you I think about it. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, though, but. <laughs> they all take documents. But you well, know, they all take documents. <laughs> they all take documents I, home, though. Yeah. They all take documents I, home. That's what I feel. I feel like they all take work home. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I know they classify documents. They're supposed to use a high style cabinet, whatever, whatever. But. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure every president at some point mm-hmm. has had a classified document in their home, yeah. in their car. Your boys, your boys get CIA, CIA reports all the time because he was the head of the CIA. So, you know, if, if there's just one president home, let's go through the rest of them. And, and, and for me, okay, yeah, it, it probably isn't a good idea for you to have classified documents at home, right? Probably not the best idea. Somebody break in your house, steal the information, leak it, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff gets leaked anyway. Like they find a way to hack you. They do this, they do that, and mm-hmm. it gets hacked. Or somebody from the office leaks it out online or whatever. That's been happening for years. But Agent Orange is a whole other character. He's a um, out, He was an outright <laughs> – I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. Orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> an outright racist. 
blatantly, you, like the stuff he did was blatant. Um, while you may have classified documents in your house, you didn't support an insurrection on the White House. I mean, on the Capitol. Like, come on. No. We, mm-mm. They ain't in the same category to me. Never will be. No, no, no. They're not in the same category in that respect. But when it comes to their age and their quote-unquote forgetfulness and their uh, not paying attention to detail, maybe, I think they are in the same category. Well, I think the problem with that is they keep electing all these super old white men to be president. He ain't the first one to be old and forgetful. <laughs> no, he is that not. is true. No, he is not. What's the act- no, Who was the actor? Reagan. He probably mm-hmm. had the best memory because he was used to um, keeping lines, but went toward the end there, he was forgetful <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. He was that, but he was actually what he was trying to do. And was he mm-hmm. a great actor? He was. was. A great actor? Phenomenal. Oh, he was? Okay. Phenomenal. He made so a part of work, because I've never seen anything with him. Oh, you yeah, I've seen, seen some. Yeah. I've seen some, too. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah my grandma cowboy. showed me. Yeah, classic cowboy stuff. My grandmother used to love those, those movies, so. And she was like, look at Reagan. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. You did a couple of love stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I just okay. think that, I think that, um, you know, we have, our country has a history of, put, like, was Obama our youngest? Part? He was the youngest, right? Probably mm-hmm. the most confident, uh, the most coherent. <laughs> so Next Obama Clinton, would definitely not Clinton. have any documents in his office, right? Or in his yeah. office, correct? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he got some. He would. Yeah, he, he would. definitely oh, has okay. some. Okay. He, he definitely has some. some. He definitely has some. I'm just saying, and I, everybody take the work home. Yeah. Everybody, I can't, and, go ahead. I can't say this too loud. I can't say anything negative about Obama in this house. Certain things I can get away with. Talking about Obama, uh uh-uh, uh, can't do it. Yeah, they Tell probably me. just go part ahead. of the Matrix. They're in the Matrix. Tell me about the Matrix. <laughs> you said it. I agree, but you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you they'll be surprised. If they really knew the truth, a lot of people would be surprised. Yeah, and I really just think they highlight what they want to highlight so they can mm-hmm, discredit mm-hmm. and prevent mm-hmm. or try to um, plant a seed in the people's minds to keep them from being reelected. They did the same yep. thing with those emails with Hillary Clinton or whatever. Mm-hmm, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's put this out here so we can keep her from getting voted in. She got the popular vote anyway in spite of the emails, and what happened? The Electoral College prevents her from getting into office. So it's mm-hmm. just a matter of, That's you know, the seeds that I want to plant. Right yeah. It's just a mm-hmm. thing of, it's you know, it's just a thing. Whatever seeds we want to plant to try to discredit or to um, shift the minds of the people, you know, to keep them from doing, you know, help them to do what we would like them to do, to guide them in the direction we want to guide them in. Mm-hmm. And we spend so enough true. time on it in the media, you know, the seed is planted because that's how that's how we get conditioned, right? We just keep putting it into your psyche, keep putting it into your hearing, so make it a point of focus to the point we're like, oh, this man, he's got classified documents at home. Shame on him. Don't reelect him. No, mm-hmm. come on, it's not that deep for me. Well, I, 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 think I love that he should be reelected just simply because I think he's too old. <laughs> well, they all were too old, except for Obama and Clinton. That's just my opinion. That's yeah. just what and, and I really, always said. Oh, why do you keep putting these old people in there? 
Yeah, Bush, Bush, he was young too compared to these old, old men. Yeah. His, uh, son, which one? Son, um, Bush, son, 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 son. Son, yeah, because the yeah. daddy was almost 100 yeah, when he, he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's so. a funny part, though. They put, if you realize, and this is why I think all of them need a certain term and they need to change the age limit. Change the age limit on on the president and then the, put term limits on the senators and state representatives. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to do that, but I feel like I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like when I went to the museum, uh, the Georgia State Capitol Museum, I mm-hmm. promise you it wasn't that but old. They show all the governors, old white men, mm-hmm. not, even, mm-hmm. not even a woman, not even a woman. And that's what really kind all of bothered them, yeah. me. It kind of bothered me that these women really didn't get behind Stacey Abrams. And mm-hmm. not even because she's black. She's a, she's a woman. She is just like, you know, any other woman, right? You all, yeah, I'm not women, surprised. women have I'm not been surprised. just like, just like the black women have been set off to the side. And you all, like, y'all women didn't see that. That was opportunity. Same thing mm-hmm. with him. It was, it was opportunity because all these little same white men been Caucasian, I'm sorry, all these same Caucasian men have been running the country all these years in the way they want to run it. And that's why we, a lot of times, the predicament we're in right now. And yeah. that's globally. Mm-hmm. Because they have colonized the whole the whole country. And even the European countries, they have been colonized, and people are trying to break free of that because you have young, progressive people that want to change life as we know it today. Yeah. I agree. <clears throat> Congratulations agree. to back-to-back national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs, in their exhibition extra, excuse me exhibition match against uh, Texas Christian, sixty-five to seven. Well, just got not, in, huh? At some point. Well, that game was all. We already know that game was rigged. Not it was rigged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Politics mm. all day long. Mm. Mm. Please, really? explain. I, I like, Please explain. I like Georgia. Don't get me wrong. I like Georgia. I'm a big, huge Georgia fan. But mm-hmm. you tell me it's the same TCU team that played against Michigan that beat Michigan, which was a top team, they didn't come to play? Mm-hmm. Just think about that. They didn't come to play at all. Well, you, know, flying, you and I had this conversation off air, and yeah. I told you uh, I didn't think that TCU belonged in the playoffs to begin with. I yes, thought the competition level that they played against throughout the season was not comparable or comparable to what Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan has faced. I didn't think. And now, so when they played against Michigan, I was completely surprised. I was thinking if they just lose by 14 points. No, that was another game I was thinking about. Um, <clears throat> Tulane and USC, that's what I was thinking about. But if TCU would have just remained competitive, I would have gained respect for them. Right, but they actually won the game, which made me think, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do actually belong here. But the conference that they're in doesn't play any defense. The uh, Big Twelve, they don't play any defense. Mm-hmm. So I was, so when they, you know, did what they did against Michigan, I'm shocked. And but then when they play against Georgia, Georgia did to TCU what I expected Michigan to do. Mhm. Mhm. That's so, what I'm telling you. Their game was all politics. Which one? Because one was just a slaughter. So Both. which game was pol- politicized? The I one against you. TCU in Michigan or TCU in Georgia? Both. Guarantee you this. Okay. If you all follow, if, if you follow TCU, 
go out there and try to find out if they had anything at that particular time that was being built, something being added to the school, to the sports, <clears throat> to the sports department, to the athletic department, and it hasn't been paid for, guarantee you. You go in now, I guarantee you it's paid for. So you're saying that it was just for funding? Yeah. And why, I mean, think about it. Why do you think a lot of HBCUs and stuff don't get the same type of funding? That why you think they don't want to play? Why do you think HBCUs don't want to play this? They don't want HBCUs in their conferences. Just think about it. Well, you first of all, right when, you mention a, um, when you mention that, when you mention the HBCU, uh, just the word B, the B word up in there tells me why they're not going to do any fun, give any funding to um, to those particular schools. So they'll never in from a from a financial perspective. They'll never be on the same level as uh, um, what they call that PWI. Right, but if you think about it, why you you want to fund them, right? You won't want to give them no mm-hmm. free money that, that, that they throw around. You don't want to give it to them. And if they, if y'all do plan, it'll be in secret and off air. Hmm. True. A lot of these schools. All right. So here's what I see. Play. Here's what I see. Um, I just Googled, is TCU having anything built or renovated? TCU plans a $40 million athletic facility build slash renovation. And it says that this is um, December 2nd, by the way, of last year. TCU has received a $10 million gift to renovate the Bob Lilly Performance Center, build a new football performance complex, and develop a wellness center for all athletes. The estimated $40 million project announced Thursday will be funded through private donations. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. It's probably just a coincidence. <laughs> I don't believe it's a coincidence. I was being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Case it's a matter of coincidence, all right. Oh man! Oh my God! <laughs> Look oh, at that! Looky there! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Ain't that the gospel truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, this is why this podcast exists. Oh my God! <laughs> Just like that, and it didn't take long either. As soon as you said it, I started looking at our see. If, you, if this is real. Oh, my God. Well, I guess it's going to be finished this year. Oh, yeah, it's going to be done. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. I, and people, and this people is just for, for those who may be interested, this is on sportsbusinessjournal.com. But what I Googled, I just typed in is TCU having anything built or renovated. And this is what came up. <clears throat> so it's very See, like easy I, to find. I love hearing people say, oh, uh, the Falcons lost against the pay- how they lose that score? Easy, they got something paid for. <laughs> they should get Mercedes Benz. Uh, oh my God, Benz deal. And if people remember, you know what I did? I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I didn't mean. No, I was just, no, you good? I was saying if people remember, it was a big controversy trying to figure out who gonna make, who gonna finish paying for it. The taxpayers or this church? And all of a sudden, they won. I mean, they lost mm. big. And then you hear nothing else about who gonna pay for what. It just got finished. So, and we talked about this off air because, first of all, that's embarrassing. You know, talking about the Falcons in the Super Bowl. 
some years ago. I was in, that, who was it embarrassing to? If I'm a football player, Tennessee. if I'm on the Atlanta Falcons team, that's a, that's embarrassing as an athlete, man. Now that that's, you got that's paid. embarrassing as Tennessee. a professional. So who got paid, though? But who got paid as far as the athletes are concerned? I'm sure some of those athletes got paid. They showed you that. In the they have Sunday. to buy in. They yeah. have to buy in in order for it to work. The, the players have to buy in. Yeah. They showed you any given Sunday. They've been shaving points. You remember blue chips? They've been shaving points and been doing different things. They got to buy into it. You think You think all of a sudden Matt Ryan just said, oh, we're, we're, we're winning. We're going to keep our foot on their throats. I'm just going to make miss make, uh, passes. Because if you ever pay attention, his stats are always good. And stuff oh, that, yes. Stuff yes. like that doesn't work without the player. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. There's no doubt about well, that. Stat-wise. Well, like, but I like wouldn't want him as my quarterback. It, but like but when you say, it, it doesn't work if everybody's not involved. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so, because he, he just had another uh, record-breaking letdown this, this past regular season. It was the Colts and I forget who they were playing against, but they were up by – think maybe like 30, 32. No, no, that's Buffalo and Houston. Uh, I think they were up like maybe 35 points and wound up losing 38 to 35. And it became the biggest comeback in NFL history, regular season or playoffs. And again, Matt Ryan was a part of it. So to me, in, in my, my love for sports, this, quali- this disqualifies him from the Hall of Fame. His number says he should be in the Hall of Fame. But your, if you're a part, but if you're a part of two historic comebacks and you were on the losing end of both of them, I I don't want you. I don't want to see you in the Hall of Fame. You don't belong. That's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. You're over one in the Super Bowl. Um, you are quote unquote prototypical quarterback. You know, old school. You drop. You know, you're a drop back. You don't run. You can barely scramble, and you put up great numbers. You just don't win. And for the longest, I, you know what I always feared the Falcons? If they were just down by uh, three points. If, they, if all they needed was a field goal to win the game and it was two minutes left, that's when I feared the Falcons. Because I felt mm-hmm. like they had the best two-minute offense in the NFL, right? And he can mm-hmm. get you down to the, uh, to the field, to field goal range, whatever that is for the kicker. He can get you there. And he's, y'all going to win the game. <clears throat> Other than that, I always thought he was just a great numbers quarterback. He but I tell you mm-hmm. this though. Twenty for thirty five, three hundred, four hundred yards, uh we all four have five to touchdowns, maybe an interception. What we all have to remember is this is still business. <laughs> it's a business. And then the business yeah. is making money. And it's all politics. Yeah. Sad. Cause it, oh. matter of fact, speaking of comebacks, there was another one last night. Jacksonville oh, was down twenty seven nothing. And came back and won the game, thirty to thirty-one, thirty. This is it's all politics, man. It, when you get to this level, all sports is all politics. Mm. Mm. But like I said, it's been you just proved it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So somebody <laughs> no, 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 you proved it. <laughs> you said it. I just looked it up. I he just, just confirmed it. Up. it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I don't want people stuck in the matrix. Yeah. Just 
I don't think bringing facts to the surface will cause people to unplug. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's a sad truth because it should, it, at the very least, it should make you ask questions, right? Because yeah. I know I've been, I've been called uh, by family members, I've been called a conspiracy theorist, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that that may be true, but some conspiracies you have to at least listen to. But mm-hmm. this is the funny part. When they say that, you should say, mm-hmm. well, something was left on the table in order for me to come up with those thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's, because That's true. People always say a conspiracy theory as well. What makes you a conspiracy theorist? Because everything that's been happening has been coming to light. Either you're not paying attention or you just want to be naive or stay naive. Right. right. And, and that's the reality. Some that? people don't want to walk in the truth. Like, it's it's it's, it's easier true. to be complacent and to go along with what's, you know, to go along with the social norms, right? It's mm-hmm, easier to mm-hmm. do that. Um, and, and And it's safe. Right it, to a degree, because if I just comply with what's being told of me and do what's expected of me, then I don't have the frustration and the the challenges of stepping outside of that, right, and the risks that come with that. So mm-hmm. just think about the people that, you know, like if you think about in terms of activism and stuff like that, the people that didn't abide by the social norms, like your Martin Luther Kings and um, your Hueys and um I can't think of the young man's name that like started the school and stuff, but they all lost their lives because they, and Mark, Malcolm X, those people, they did not want to abide by the social norms. They wanted to mm-hmm. invoke change. They wanted to, they were unplugged from the matrix. They wanted to change the system. They wanted us to make things different. And mm-hmm. because of those choices, they lost their lives. And so, and, and loot and then, pretty much in making them the sacrificial lambs, right? This is like an example to everybody else. Stay in line, stay checked, Mm -hmm. because when you step outside the matrix, when you unplug and when you try to push against our agenda, this is what happens to you. Yep. So so you fall back and you stay and do what you're told. That's what it is. Yep, that's true. That's what it's about. And we stay in it. We stay in it. Um, that realm too, because so we see something happen, we just fall back in line, and they know you're gonna have a couple people, you know, that's gonna like uh, in and out. They say well, they're not gonna make a difference because we can't stay connected as a people. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about people in the in the humanity sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Did y'all know that? Um, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. No, finish what you were saying. No, no, go ahead, because we may be, we may, uh, we weren't, we weren't, trust me, trust me, we weren't, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I was going to say, humanity is crazy right now, so much going on. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. That's all I was doing with it. Yeah, I was going to ask, did y'all know that, um, because we always reference the Matrix, right? Um, Mm -hmm. did you know that Terminator was the prequel to the Matrix? I did. Mm-hmm. Until I read that, until I seen that little uh, clip. Yeah, and did you know? So, Rod, did you know that also, like, the person that wrote Terminator and the Matrix um, is a black woman? Yeah, I did that. I knew. I yeah. just recently learned that. Mm-hmm. I just recently learned yeah. that. Yeah. So it was fascinating <clears throat> to me to learn that that was the prequel to the Matrix, and just like um, 
And so, like her, and to know to like have it validated that this is this is pretty much what she was, you know, the message that she was trying to send through these two movies. I mean, these two um, series, movie series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but they stole it from her, right? Because she's in litigation trying to recoup her money. If I remember correctly, because she didn't get credit for it. No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's okay. that's how all these things happen. Same thing happened with Good Times and mm-hmm. um, the Jeffersons and mm-hmm. um, yep, all, sure all these shows. Yep, you're absolutely right. You know, that guy, yeah, the writer of those right. shows, ended up like on crack, sleeping on somebody's couch, and had had um, somebody steal his stuff from him and take credit, and it's just it's crazy. Stealing for years. I actually watched the um. I watched the on Netflix. I watched the Meghan and Harry documentary. Um, no, how was that? It was very insightful. Very insightful. Um, In what manner? Because I plan <laughs> on watching it. I have it on my list. At first, I wasn't interested just because of what it is mm-hmm. and who they're talking about. And then I yeah. thought about it. I said, "Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe we can learn a little something, something." Yeah. But go ahead. So some of the some of the things I learned, and some of the things that I think is is important. Um, for us to know, so like, if I first of all, I don't even know how when she stepped in that house, how she stayed apart, <laughs> you know, as long as she did. Like the furniture and the um, like some of the uh, the decorative pieces in the house, it all like <laughs> I was like I probably would have been up in there breaking stuff accidentally. Like, oops, I'm sorry. I <laughs> 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 like, get this trick up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like the oh, paintings man. on the walls had like um had like uh you know, like white people oh sorry, Caucasian people, let me be correct. Had Caucasian people, um with um Africans like kissing their hands and they it's a lot of slave representation within the walls in the decor. Okay. Mm. Um mm-hmm. yeah, and like I mean to the point where there's a statue, like it's like I think it was a plant holder with a woman, she's like bent over. You know how you have like a tray over your head. You know how you make those plant holders and it's like a tray. But her hands were like laying flat and then, of course, the tray is on top. And then, of course, you sit the plant on top of that. But she has shackles on, on her ankles. Like this is the decor inside the palace. Mm. Like as a black woman, like I would be highly offended by stuff like that. But just like this um, – it was it was very interesting because it, it even talks about like the lineage right of um you know how uh how um like i I learned a lot in the sense of like I didn't know like because I always wondered like how do kings and queens and stuff like do they do it like they did back in the day where they pretty much live off the tax or the payments off of the off of the wealth of um of the people, right? And it, you know, so it's still mm-hmm. like that today, even though they represent the com- quote unquote commonwealth now, the majority of the commonwealth that supports Brit- um, the British are African Americans, uh, or Africans, right? Um, or countries mm-hmm. with people of color. And so it was mm-hmm. very interesting to see that the very people that support or this commonwealth or whatever, they're still impoverished. They're still impoverished. The monarchy is not, you know, not doing anything to kind of change their, the way that these things look. And then, like, the amount of racism that they deal with, they still deal with today in the U.K. Um, the, um, and, you know, they talk about the slave trades, um, from, like how 
the UK made a lot of their money off of slavery. You know, this monarchy made a lot of their money off of slavery or whatever because most of their slaves and stuff came out of Jamaica and the Caribbean. You know, like that was mm-hmm. that's where their slave auctions and stuff like that were. Um, so they made a lot of money from from that. And so people, and then of course when the um, when they the colonizers came here to America and they started setting up slave auctions, they made a lot of money off the slave auctions in Maryland, Virginia, that area. So it was just like you know, <laughs> you know, you you know these things kind of. But it's like nobody really highlights it or spends a lot of time on it when you're in school. Nobody's really talking about it, talking about it in depth for you to understand these things. And then it's like, um, so when you're when she's going through all these different things and her mom is telling her it's a race issue, and I'm very disappointed in her mom for not, and, and this is a mistake that a lot of parents with biracial children make. They don't give them the reality of um you're not going to belong on either side, right? They don't have those conversations with them. Um, And then they set these kids up for failure because these kids, they pick and choose who they identify with. If their skin is fair enough, they they can, you know, identify as white. They can dance on either side. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So they they grow up around all these white friends, and they feel this sense of acceptance around their friends and stuff like that. But in actuality, Mm -hmm. when when it matters and when it counts, you're not going to be supported. They're not going to have your back, right? And mm-hmm. same thing with the black side. Um, you know, and so they then they had that reality that, yeah, as light as your skin is, you're still a person of color to them, right? Even though they couldn't pick you out of a lineup without looking at your mama or your daddy, you know what I'm saying? You're a person of color once they know where you came from, right? And you're going to be treated as such. Go ahead. You want to say something? Um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. But just the way you were saying it, explain mm-hmm. the whole thing. And you're absolutely mm-hmm. right in everything you're saying. But mm-hmm. it makes you make it sound like uh, being a person of color, if you will, is a curse. Mm-hmm. Right? So once they find out that you're actually black, they're not going to have your back. What? Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with anything, right? And the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, man, this is, you know, I I mean, of course I've thought about it, but when you think, I think when you think about how it's affecting children from the moment Mm -hmm. they're born to the Mm -hmm. moment, you know, throughout their lives, that's a Mm -hmm. big, heavy weight to carry throughout your life. And you shouldn't have to. You're right. You shouldn't have to. And we should not be sitting here in 2023 having a damn conversation about biracial people trying to uh, decide who they're going to identify with. That makes no freaking sense. You know, I got one response to that. You ready? Go ahead. This Go is ahead. America. Yes, 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 yes. And mm-hmm. there's a reason. And that's why I don't even like saying the word orange. When I associate mm-hmm. it with Trump, that's why mm-hmm. it's orange. I don't want to associate mm-hmm. him with with an actual fruit color. <laughs> an color. actual fruit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. fruit color, whatever. I don't want to associate him with any of that because I think of him mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, a face—not necessarily the face of evil, but he's definitely one of the representatives. Yeah, because I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure they got some people who are much worse behind the scenes that we don't know anything about. He's just mm-hmm. in the front. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're laughing because you know I'm right, and you probably yeah, know but something. You, 
You know what? I appreciate, you know, and as bad as um, he is, I appreciate the fact that he allows me to know who I am. I mean, who he is, right? Because mm-hmm. I can fight an enemy that I know. It's the ones that mm-hmm. smile in my face and act like they're cool with me and um, mm-hmm. will cut my throat in my sleep are the ones I need to worry about. And those are the ones that are hiding in the shadows. Those are the ones that are in corporate buildings. They're uh, Fortune 500 CEOs. They're your VP. You know what I'm saying? Those oh, are the ones that about, you need to worry You're talking about niggers. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so <laughs> I would rather know who you are because I, I can respect you more for for put, making a plane about how you feel and who you are and where you stand versus like people in the, in the, um, like those, like the queen and them, they pretended like they are not, you know, like they pretended like they're not racist. Even her husband had wore like a Nazi, um, uniform or something like that. Um, like maybe 10 years before they met and stuff like that. And it was just like, that's, that's just how little they respect or have, um, insight into the damage that they do through their actions and their treatment of the people and stuff like that. So they have made all their money off of the backs of blacks. You know what I'm saying? And that's all mm-hmm. we're good for to them. That that big fire they had over there in the UK or whatever, where all those black people died, it was a bunch of immigrants that died in that building and stuff. When this black woman stepped in and started doing stuff to help those people, um, she became um, public enemy number one. You can't help um, liberate these black people. You can't help these, and, and I'm not saying, I shouldn't say black people, these people of color. You can't help liberate mm-hmm. them because these people were from all walks of life. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it's for like, it was like 12 different countries represented in that building. 72 people died. And, yeah, you guys come and stand and do 72 seconds of silence or whatever, but that was not helping these people who have been living in hotels for almost two years. And then this woman comes in, and she's like, oh, let's make a cookbook. You need money to be able to cook? Because these people, they're not used to eating out. This cultural, Culturally, Americans, we eat out all the time. But culturally, these people, mm-hmm. they cook. They sit down at the table. They that's their custom, that's their tradition, and they just wanted to be able to feed their families in that way. Mm-hmm. This woman created the opportunity for them by saying, "Okay, well, we can get you to fund. It. Like, why can't we just give them the money to fix this?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, like that's not a priority, right?" And so, what does she mm-hmm. do? She says she goes down and she starts volunteering. She starts cooking with them at this kitchen that they can go to. Like, I think they could go like twice a week. So she um, created that cookbook for them. They sold the cookbook and they earned the money that they needed to be able to have their own kitchen <clears> where they could go and cook for their families until they were while they were displaced. And what did they do? They said, "Oh, she's working with the ma, the people that she's they from a mosque that supports um, terrorism. I mean, just all kind of awful stuff." Foolishness. And it, mm-hmm, and it showed how the media, how um, the royal family <clears throat> and um, and the media also those outlets operate just like the U.S. do in destroying people and controlling the narrative and painting the picture that they want you to have of the situation, just like we face here in America, right? The media highlights what it wants you to focus on. It, it's the, it's the, the television is the ultimate conditioning tool. It's mm-hmm. the ultimate conditioning tool. That's how they send their subliminal messages to brainwash the people. That's how they do it. And what do most people spend their time watching every day? They take time out of their schedule to make sure they watch the news and see what's going on around them, right? Right. So. Okay. You just moved that up to the top of my uh, watch list now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. So, and at first so I wasn't going to watch it. I was like, I don't want to really know about these people. <laughs> but it was interesting. But see, we've been conditioned too, though. Like you mentioned about um, your mom having uh, Marilyn Monroe in mm-hmm. in her house, right? Mm-hmm. We've been conditioned. And Elvis. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Elvis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, the king. The king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when Lisa Marie Presley died, I, I should have did this, but when Lisa Marie Presley died, I text my mom like, your stepdaughter passed away. Like, I'm sorry oh. for for that. <laughs> like, I wasn't oh. trying to make a joke of her death, but, you know, because it's very sad that she died at 54. That's very young to me. But, you know, like, to my mo- for my mom, I just felt like that she was, she's so wrapped up in those two. Like, you were, like I said, they like family. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Mm. So I'm I'm guessing none of you have seen uh the Elvis Presley movie. I have I no have. no no interest. Oh. I saw it. Oh, I you did? did? Well mm-hmm. you, you when you it was it on HBO mom? Max. No, I watched okay. it on I I gave her my HBO Max login so she could watch it though. Okay. She enjoyed it then. She did. I I won't have well, no comments on it. <laughs> and just because you said no comment, I want your comments. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I really had no intentions or desire. What were your thoughts on it? What was your thoughts, Ray? Yeah. Um. Again, it was like um, it wasn't um, it wasn't what I expected. Uh, but he he was. I it, I, I learned a lot because I didn't know that he was. <laughs> No, like when I when I watch yeah, these movies and stuff like that, <laughs> when I um watch these movies or whatever, I normally expect them to be trash, and I really just watched it out of curiosity because again, this is something I grew up since a little girl watching this man picture on my on the walls around our house, like mm-hmm. not no eight by ten, but like eleven by seventeen, you know. <laughs> And in multiple rooms of the house, okay, one in the bedroom, one in the living room, you know, statue of him on the couch. You know what I'm saying? So I've watched mm-hmm. this man. Uh, then we have a book with the history of his life, a book with the history of her life. So these and <laughs> her picture on the wall. It, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like most people got Encyclopedia Britannica. We had Elvis and Norma Jean Baker. <laughs> wow. So wait, did they go, like, did they talk about his musical influence? In, in the they movie? did. They did. So okay. he actually used to hang out with like uh, I think BB King and him were like really really good friends. So um, okay. and they really uh, they really uh, he and he went through a lot. They they um, they had a problem with because he he mimicked and imitated the style of um, mm-hmm. of a lot of his black that you know since he hung out with them, mm-hmm. danced with them, and stuff like that. And so his mm-hmm. style was like them, and they were against him because they felt like he was bringing the quote unquote um, the N word influence to their white daughters and children, right? So that's why mm. they did not really give him their stamp of approval. So a lot of people thought that people um, really had. Um, this high affinity and affection for Elvis or whatever, it was mm-hmm. it's kind of like how it is now. The millennials, right? In that time, it would be it would be what we consider our millennials today. It was the young yeah. people that connected with him, but the older generation they wanted to shut him down. They tried to arrest him several times. Like they had to like flee him from concerts. He was banned from singing um, certain songs and doing those dances. They tried to change his image, all these different things, and he really rebelled against the system because he wanted to. 
do what he wanted to do. And I think when he was a mm-hmm. kid, he went into like the church to a church and um, they were he was quote unquote catching the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that's so what I was just going like, to say he was he, yeah. from my understanding of him, and I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. him, but my understanding of him is that he was a fan of black artists and he yeah. actually loved gospel music. He did, and he, he was grew in, up he in was the black church. By, okay, there, there you go. <laughs> So yeah. you can't help it. Yeah. And he, he, um, he was a fan of Little Richard. Yeah, he, he hung out with Little Richard. They hung, mm-hmm. these pe- they all hung out together, and that was yeah. another problem. They did not want him. Bill Street. Um, are y'all familiar with Bill Street? Uh, I heard it's in St. Louis, right? Yeah, that's that's uh, blues. Bill Street. No, that's Memphis. Bill Street. Memphis, I believe. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's in it's Memphis. in Tennessee. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Street was like a popular spot for black artists where they would go and do, and they've made, I think they've made a few um, movies about um, Bill Street or whatever, but, um, Mm -hmm. and I think they have a Bill Street in New Orleans too, but, um, but anyway, they had like, no, it's um, the French quarters. Yeah. Okay. Um, So they had, you know, so they had um, the Bill Street in Memphis where they, you know, that's where he would go. He would go down there, he would hang out and he got to know them and he got a lot of his advice from B.B. King, you know, B.B. King was telling him, you know, you, if I was you and I was white and I, I would do what I want to do, you know what I'm saying, because you're white, and that's how he ended up going into the service, mm-hmm. too, you know, it was like, you got a choice, you go to the military or you go to jail, so he, that's how he ended up going into the service, because they literally were trying to put this man in jail for trying to bring black influence forward, you know, in through music and stuff, and so he was what we would consider, or what a lot of people refer to as the poor uh, white trash or whatever, because mm-hmm. I think his father, something happened with his father and his dad, I think ended up going to jail or something like that. So his mom had to end up moving him down to, you know, the black area. And so that's how he ended up being in the black church. He would sneak in like through the, and peek into the services and stuff. And then one day he just came in, started clapping and got into the, the movement and stuff and caught the spirit and stuff. And, you know, so he was fellowshipping with black people. He grew up around black people and all of the controversy about he stole this from this person, he stole that from that person, you know, because black people like to say that they, that um, Elvis stole um, a lot of his music from like Big Mama Thornton or whatever. That It was a, always a rumor that he stole Hound Off from Big Mama Thornton or whatever. But um, it, it was her song or whatever, but I think there was some type of conversation or agreement. But, um, yeah, a lot of his stuff did, like a lot of his style, a lot of what he did came from black people, but he had a relationship with them and he got like their, he had their approval. And that's Mm -hmm. the part that they, that a lot of people didn't see. And a lot of people think he, and the the way they painted in the public, like, yeah, he was um, Hoover. I think it was Hoover. If I'm not mistaken, it was Hoover that was like coming after him. Okay, that was like again. Now I gotta watch the him. movie. Yeah, so it was very now interesting. He and um, his manager was like, just like with most musicians, took advantage of him because he was naive. You know, they also mm-hmm. felt like he had like this little fairy influence because he was wearing like makeup and stuff. You know, the eyeliner and everything. So they didn't approve of that. <laughs> but, mm. um, he probably got the idea from watching Little Richard, though. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> but, 
but it worked, you know, and so um, mm-hmm. so his yeah, life. Controversy to, yeah, so for me, it was like his life to me. I had always thought he was this pampered white man who was the king of, considered the king for, for them and, and all that. And so for him, he was he really was taken advantage of most of his life. And his life was not, um, it was not the life that I would have thought based on the information that I grew up knowing about him and all the stories and all the stuff that was portrayed in the media growing up. And of course, this was a presence in my home because like I said, my mother thought she was married to the man. So it was really Uh interesting to know that, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I thought he Hmm. just had this good life and, Right. He was this well-respected man among the white community, but he was like public enemy number one. So it was it was interesting. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. Debunked a lot of things, but um, yeah. So I wasn't disappointed in watching that. Will I watch it again? No. You know, I got the information. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, some movies I watch over and over, but um, but like you know, some stuff I just watch out of curiosity. Like same thing with the Meghan Markle and Harry, I won't watch that again. But it was it was good information, and it was just amazing to know that in two thousand and twenty three, two thousand and twenty, two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two, we're still battling the same 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 issues in the country. And I love America, you know, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love America. I love the freedoms that we have. I love, um, you know, but it feels like sometimes those things are, you know, can be taken away at any point. You know, mm-hmm. um, just some of the stuff we see with Homeland Security is, you know, like that whole entity is making it um, possible for a lot of our constitutional rights to be walked over and and taken away and then looking at these laws that are being passed and, and stuff. It's just, it's a scary place to be right now, but um, but it's just interesting. It, it's, a lot of the stuff is just interesting. And just to see how, even in that time, how, um, you know, you could use these laws to force people into service, like they did, you know, same thing with, um, with, uh, was it Ali, Muhammad Ali, you know, um, force these people in, you know, we're going to force you into service or we're going to force you into this, we're going to force you into that, and we're going to force you to conform to the matrix. And if you don't conform to the matrix, guess what? We're going to ruin you or we're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's been the history in this country from the people yep. that had the power to do so. This is true. This is true. 100%. They're forcing into what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I guess all right, let me ask let me ask this question. Illuminati. And maybe 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 we'll have to save this for another time. <clears throat> but is it true if you join, you're good for the rest of your life until the until the devil come calling? Or is it just something that is rumored and nothing more? Antonio, you have okay. to go first. <sighs> I will say this: we have no idea what because we never know the minds of people. And I think once you in, you in until you cross them, and 
and you have to comply. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say the Illuminati. I would say the elites. The elites. Well, aren't that what aren't isn't that what they identify as? I think they do. I would say yes, they do. But some people will depends on who you are, right? Some people look at Illuminati as different, and some people look at the elites as different. Like when I think about the elite, mm-hmm. I think it's people who, of course, have boundless amount of money, financing, and everything else under that. When I think of the Illuminati, I think of what the, who we see, who we think. You know, when we look at, especially when I come to music videos, actors, actresses, those type of people are part of the Illuminati, but the elites are the ones who you never know, you never heard of. You say, hmm, but then you really can't put your finger on it. You don't have a face to put with it. That's how I So think. would you say that the elite are the puppet masters of the Illuminati members? I would say they are the creators, yes. Hmm. Yeah, so I think the elites my... are the beginning and the elites are the 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 hands of the puppet. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No. Um, no, I was gonna say to Rod uh I mean to our major that um if we look at Kanye, right, who like admitted to being a part of this organization who admitted to, um, he he's kind of like, um, so he talked about his mom being like the sacrifice. And then, um, so when you look at him, is it an all in? Is it an all out? I think it kind of. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You can't mm-hmm. gloss over that. Wait, wait, wait. He said his mom was the sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He said oh, that. Okay. So you have to agree. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about Illuminati. I just know what I've heard. But don't you mm-hmm. have to agree to sacrifice? I'm sure. I don't. We don't. Again, we don't know the details because we're not a part of this organization. But I would assume that you would have to agree about <laughs> who's the sacrifice. And sometimes you may think in the moment that you're willing to sacrifice something, and then when you lose it, you realize what you've lost, and then you lose it, right? <laughs> so I'm sure you go into this with the understanding that at some point blood will have to be shed. Right? Well, maybe they should have said, I mean, not to cut you off, maybe they should have told him either you pick or we pick. Who's the closest to you? Who can and that's change? That's what I was say too. Yeah. yeah. In some form you. of agreement, but you may not know what what the sacrifice or who the sacrifice is. So yeah, that's so what I'm saying. You may you may have the like uh, I feel like what um, what Antonio said I feel like you know you may have a choice you can choose who you're willing to sacrifice or will choose but just know that at some point blood will have to be shed right okay well I I want to join I got a couple people I can sacrifice (laughs) (laughs) all right on that note on that note with that being said (laughs) I was thinking on that that note. (laughs) <laughs> I was thinking that um, he, you know, like based on his situation, because it's like now he's speaking out against it, right? He's speaking out. He's telling the secrets. He's like, because I don't have anything to lose at this point, right? So I'm being very vocal about it. I'm, I'm, you know, they can't control me anymore and stuff like that. So I feel like 
yeah, the maybe if you if you comply, maybe you are all in and covered for the rest of your life, right? But if you mm-hmm. take a step out or whatever, you, you know, again, everything is a choice or whatever. So what what have they done? They just made it look like he's mentally unstable. Nope, everybody feels like it's just banter. Like nobody's taking him quote unquote seriously, unless you're quote unquote conspiracy serious, you know. Um, so. Um, yeah, we can just make him look crazy in the eyes of the media and, you know, we're going to give him a bipolar diagnosis so people will understand that he has a mental disability. And so his um, colleagues that are in the industry or whatever, they kind of back there, yeah, Brother Kanye, he just needs some help. You know, he got bipolar. He, he you know, he needs to get on some meds and or he needs a black man. <laughs> Bill Bellamy was like, yeah, he just needs a strong black woman who's going to keep him in line. Those types of comments are made to kind of also debunk a lot of the information that he puts out there regarding that organization. So, you know, I think it just, you know, it's one of those things where you're not on in and you're not taking care of for the rest of your life. You have to obey and comply in order for you to have um, that security and the longevity of um, money and financial protection for the rest of your life. So, hmm. Okay. Well, I guess well, I'm not going to say that. Leave it alone. Um, I, that is a topic I would like to dive into at some point, if I get the guts. But, uh, my brother, you have some news for us. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. We want to welcome, welcome to the to the committee of new podcasters that's, that's listening to us. We have Slovenia and Slovenia, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, and Ghana. I hope so. And Ghana. I think we ended at the Netherlands in Straight December. But so we added two more countries on, so let's 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 welcome Slovenia and Ghana. So technically yeah. speaking, we're officially in Africa. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We want more. I want some more. I want some more. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all y'all know y'all know our motto. If we ain't there yet, hold on tight, baby. We coming. Yes, we coming. We coming. And for those of you who don't want us, <laughs> too bad. We, we coming, coming. dog. <laughs> we still coming, dog. Uh, we only have one rule, as we always say. Ain't that right, Rain? This is love. That's all it is. This is love. That's it. Any closing comments for us, Rain? <laughs> okay, so she doesn't want to close. She doesn't want to close. No. She wants to stay I have to. No, I got to sing happy birthday to the grouch, remember? Oh, in the Marilyn Monroe version. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. You ready, grouch? <laughs> Come on. Uh-oh. I'm a little bit stuffy, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Grouch. Many more. <laughs> I appreciate it. Seriously, I really do. Oh, I appreciate man. It. 
I yes, appreciate sir. y'all. Yes, sir. We love you, Doc. We love y'all too, man. Yeah. Really do. You got plans? I do. <laughs> I do. All right, cool. Cool. Going to Good. the cemetery. Going to the cemetery on Monday. Uh, put some flowers in my parents' grave. Hmm. And um yeah, I think uh, can can you not say cemetery? Can you find another word? Okay, I'm going to the to the death trap. Oh, goodness. <sighs> uh, I think okay. that's what be careful with yeah, that yeah. major. Yeah, I think you did that on purpose. You did it on purpose. I think you did, but you know that's yeah. what grouchy people do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to That's uh, what they do. I'm going I'm going to uh, see the people who brought me to this to this world. Put the flowers on the No, nope. yeah, no, 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 no. That didn't help either? That's okay. No, no, oh, sir. Mm-hmm. No, sir. It didn't. He's going okay. to the resting place of his parents. I'm going to the upper room. To so much them. more elegant. Yeah. The upper yeah. room was easy. Oh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are, are oh, we are back. We are back. We are back. New episodes dropping on Sundays. Look us up on the following platforms. We're on Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. If you listen oh, to oh, us oh, on hold Spotify, up, hold up, hold up, oh, 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 there we oh, hold Podbean. up, hold up. Now we, now we uh-huh. have Podbean, and Podbean uh-huh. has actually put us on Boomplay. Okay. Bam. Mm-hmm. Bam. And go ahead. What they said. To, uh, tell them about Spotify. What they said. And if you listen to us on Spotify, Spotify is accepting ratings. We're asking for fives, but as we told you last year, we just want your gospel truth, all right? If you're interested in being a guest, if you have topic suggestions, or you want to give us any feedback, we welcome it all. You can email us at thegospeltruthnobs at gmail.com. And I'm sorry, let me interject this right quick. If you are interested in being a sponsor, of the gospel truth. No bullshit. Holla. What's the email address again? The gospel truth, no BS, at gmail.com. You heard of? Now, he said holla. That means you can write in all caps, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> we still won't read it. Yep, we still won't take the funds. <laughs> we still taking the funds. It's cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then we still want, um, if you have a business that you would like to advertise or discuss, we invite you to join us as well. Um, you can email us uh, email us also. Again, that email address is thegospeltruthnobs at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to help support our black business owners and get you some visibility and hear what you are offering um, to the people. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. And we welcome and we thank you, our new listeners. And we hope that you stay on and enjoy the ride. Yes. Yes, yes. Ah, grouchy one. That'll be I. You got my turn, it would be you. Yes, you have a quote for us, my brother? I do. Tune into your truth. Live it, breathe it, beam it. One more time, Did you please. say, yeah, because I thought he said, live, tune into your truth, live it, live it, breathe it, beam it, beam it. Beam it. Beam it, as in like Star Trek? There you go. Beam it tune out, it, I'll beam it. 
Okay, let's do that one more time. All right, go ahead. So I'm, so I'm country. So I'm country, okay? And I'm a little hood. But we're mm-hmm. going to get this together. All right. Enunciate. Today in this episode, please. Mm-hmm. And enunciate. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I will. I will oh, not God. be doing that. I will not be doing that, and not will I ever do that, because that's not who I am. <laughs> so, do your thing, bro. I'll let I'll let that for y'all. I'll leave that for y'all. Tune mm-hmm. into your truth, live it, breathe it, beam it. I love actually, how you did. just enunciated that beam. Mm-hmm. He did enunciate it. Yeah, I love. Actually, I love the quote. Yeah. I did Walking like your that skin quote. And love it. Mm-hmm. Which he just told it. us he was going to do. He gave us an example mm-hmm. of how to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been real, y'all. Yes, yeah, all day. <laughs> love it. Beam it. God and bless. Open your mind. <laughs> open your yes. mind. Open, open your, your mind. mind. God bless. God bless. God, God bless. bless.